Benjamin Franklin once said, In wine there is wisdom, in beer there is freedom, and in water there's bacteria. No bacteria here. This is On the Back Bar. On the Back Bar is your gateway to talking to the people behind the scenes at bars, distilleries, and vineyards around the world. We'll talk to the experts in the industry about future trends, people, spirits, cocktails, wine, and everything else. So kick your feet up, pour your favorite drink, and hang out on the back bar. This is Christopher Menning. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to On the Bad Bar podcast. Of course, it's Chris, your host, and I uh, hope you're all doing well. Today, our guest is Lola from Hope and Sesame in Shenzhen. She is the bar manager there, and we're also very proud, or I'm very proud, because she's also the winner of the Margarita Challenge, the global winner for 2023. Um, having just been there myself, um, I can say what an incredible experience he is. But for you to be a winner of like not just your own local uh, competition, but now the global, that must be a huge uh, accolade to have. So firstly, how are you, Lola? Um, big congratulations. Thank you so much. Hi, everyone. I'm Lola from Shenzhen Hope and Sesame. I'm the bar manager on, uh, in Hope and Sesame, the Shenzhen venue. Uh, yeah, the challenge was great. I mean, the whole trip, in fact, uh, after three years, haven't been able to uh, get out of uh, China to see everything what is happening in the world. The challenge itself, just like an amazing trip for me. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to like thinking what which part should I should I embark on this show? It's just like everything is just amazing. Yeah, the challenge was like super fun and excited. Everyone is knowledgeable and fun to chat, and it's so nice to be friend with everyone. Um, and finally, I can kind of practice my English again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, um, something like that. Yeah. Thank uh, you. know, thanks for coming on the show. We've been actually talking for quite a while to get you on, and uh, I think now is even more of a perfect time because of the competition win. And like I said, I was just over there recently. Um, I was very lucky to have Alfred Quantro show me around. So obviously, the family man himself. Um, but I'd love to hear about your experience, and we'll dive into this for the audience. So. We're going to learn a bit about competitions and about what you did over there, because you're also you're not a novice. You've actually won quite a few, so this seems to be on a like an upward spiral for competition wins, Lola. So that's great. I'd love to hear more about that. Your sort of process for for comps, and also look, really love to hear about Hope and Sesame and the sort of uh, the bar scene over there, because for me, I've never been, but I know it's very lively. I know there's a lot going on, so that'd be quite interesting to tap into. Um, but I think before we go into those things, it'd be really good to hear who Lola is, how she got into the industry, um, and just a bit about your career in general. So I'm going to hand over to you. I'm going to sit back and, uh, yeah, take it away. All right. Uh, well, for for my career start, I actually start from uh, when, I was still, when I was still in college. I uh, kind of just like I don't want to uh, keep... Uh, asking my family for money for living or something like that. So I just start uh, what's called part time job. I started part time job in the Irish pub. At that time, at that time, my English was sucks. Uh, I just, I just kind of like pretending to understand everybody. <laughs> I got a job there, but anyway. So uh, and then I find that the difference between all the cocktail, like the same cocktail, for example. A rum and coke. Uh, it tastes so different from this bar and that bar. I was like, "Why? It's all using the rum. It's the same thing. Hmm. Why everybody? Why? Why every bar tastes different? Why this bar tastes better?" So I got uh, it. Got me thinking, and I realized uh, a, lo- a lot of different brand and quality of the uh, knowledge of the uh, spirits and stuff. So it just I just suddenly uh, fall into this, and I was quite interesting in uh, bartending as well. So start from the surfers, and then step by step become a bartender. And thank God, my my boss a uh, few years ago, let me see, like maybe eight years ago from Shenzhen. Yeah, at that time I was working in Shenzhen as well. Uh, he finally uh, uh, gave me 
the opportunity to be a bartender instead of just telling me like, oh, you're a girl, you're a woman, you cannot do things because, you know, like it's a bartending world. Uh, so thank him. Uh, so I was able to start my, uh, start my actual bartending job. Was that the thing uh, at, at that time? Was that like, was it frowned upon for women to be in bartending? Uh, yes, actually, really? it's weird because like, because like a lot of people that actually love to see women behind the bar, but whoever um, is a man behind the bar, your bar manager, like normally your bar manager is absolutely 100% is a man. Hmm. And they will just, I think they're kind of jealous. <laughs> I just realized yeah, maybe they're kind of jealous, though. So they wouldn't let us like go behind the bar. Hmm. Uh, at that time, especially my um, company there, uh, they were kind of like sexist and stuff. Oh, so okay. uh, they always want try to put me on the floor, and they telling me, "Oh, you're doing such a great job on the floor. You make people happy. So just keep doing it." I don't know. I wanna. I wanna learn new things. You know. I wanna. I wanna be better. I wanna be knowing everything. You know. I wanna be good at everything. Right. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to. Sorry to track you a little bit. So you got your your chance. I guess your opportunity at Open Sesame. Right. So how long? Have, oh, at it? that time it was actually another bar. Oh, okay. Uh, right. It was eight years ago in in a bar called Compass Bar in in Shenzhen. Right. Yeah. So after Compass Bar, actually. Uh, travel to. I had a little time to uh, in Vietnam. Yeah, I had a little time in Vietnam. Oh I, yes. Okay. Yeah, I I stayed there for like maybe ten months or something uh, to help open Sake Central and at that time the modern Itakaya called uh, Rangkong. Unfortunately, due to the uh, COVID, it's closed down already. But Apparently, Sake Central is still here. And at the end of the month, I am going to be able to visit Saigon again. I'm, I can't wait to visit everything again. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So after Vietnam, I, uh, I went back to Shanghai. I went to China. I went to Shanghai. I met Steve Schneider, which is like my shifu, my mentor. He's one of the legends. Of my whole career. <laughs> yes. Amazing. I, yeah. It, it's really incredible to have him as my mentor. So um, I had two years in the art couple, and I've learned a lot from all my, uh, uh, how to say, senpai? I don't know. I don't know how to say it in, like, a senior, my senior bartender or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I learned a lot from everyone in the SG group. And then finally, I, here in Hope and Sesame, it's, in about three months, I will. It will be my third year here. Okay, fantastic. So you've been in a lot of countries. You've been in a lot of cities as well. And obviously, Hope and Sesame is your home now. So tell us about the bar because it's obviously world renowned. A lot of people know the place. Um, I mean, I see you on social media quite a lot. I've never been, but hopefully, I will very soon. Um, but I'd love to hear about the bar concept. You gave me a short little tour earlier, which is quite nice. So you've got the cafe in the front, like Italian cafe then the bar in the back, and then another bar in the back. So can you explain the whole concept and why you guys are so popular? Mm, that's a good question. I think I need to ask my boss, why is, why, why are they so popular? <laughs> well, uh, actually, like, uh, we have, like, for the Hope and Sesame original style uh, itself, we have two venues. So one is in Guangzhou, which is the original one. The second one is here uh, in Shenzhen. So, so uh, our reputation uh, is all, how to say, uh, well, I think thanks to my boss, Andrew and uh, Bastion, they work real hard for the first few years to develop the reputation of Hope and Sesame. So when we have the second venue of Hope and Sesame here, uh, it's actually, uh, how, it helps a lot, like Guangzhou helps a lot. Uh, so people, when, when they hear Hope and Sesame, they would be like, oh, oh, the, the famous bar, they opened the second one here, so they must be good as well, so they come. And so it will open, it actually opened the world for us to give us opportunity to show them what we are doing 
in Shenzhen. So in Shenzhen, uh, we are we do different things. Uh, for example, we have uh, in 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 a limited place, we have three different area. The first one is is called the Charlie's. It's actually a Italian cafe. Uh, it's Italian style stuff uh, cafe. So we do a lot of uh, daytime, uh, a lot of cocktail that is suited for daytime drinking, and straightforward, not too complicated. It's mostly like a pleasing drink uh, or comfort drink. And the second area, uh, which is the middle part, is called the Hope and Sesame, and we do a lot of like lab. Laboratory style uh, cocktail. We use rotavibe and sous vide, uh, centrifuge, all that kind of stuff. And every cocktail we develop or design uh, there would be with a lot of different um, ingredients and a lot of different tastes to combine to create one um, signature drink, like very in, uh, creative stuff. And then the back room uh, is called the August, so it's uh, it's more about like a ceremony style, all about sharing. We love to share knowledge. We love to share different spirit with our guests. We also uh, love to share music, and it's more focusing on like a uh, privacy and enjoyment, uh, something like that. I don't I don't really know how to explain in English already, but uh, it's a we we try to have different style of the uh, different vibe, so it could fit uh, people's different needs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I think I would love to jump into um, the bar culture and the industry in Shenzhen, but I would love to hear first about the Margarita Challenge and the Quantro win. So there's a there's a lot to unpack here. Um, just to sort of uh, bring this to everyone's attention who's listening. So we had the Margarita Challenge, which is a global competition. Um, we, we had uh, quite a lot of markets enter. Thailand did as well. Um, and ultimately, it was sort of 10 winners from around the world, you, you being one. Uh, I actually wanted to give a shout out to our Thailand winner, Julie, who actually was the 11th person. Uh, unfortunately, with the Vietnamese government, she wasn't allowed to travel because of her visa. So... Sorry, Julie, we do love you. You were amazing. Her cocktail was so good as well. But um, yeah, uh, Vietnam, you need to work on your visa immigration because basically France were allow it now. But uh, I'd love to hear about you and how the competition was. Uh, firstly, the experience of traveling to Angers and Cointreau and having a tour. And secondly, the competition structure. What was that like? Uh, were you prepared? Was it a bit of a shock? Just, I'd really love to dive into this. <laughs> to be honest, to discover I actually win the final in China, uh, it was a total shock. Um, I don't know how they how they structure this years like in different country, like for or different area. Uh, for example, I heard there are some other place they actually do like a huge competition so uh, to to find the final one, and but in China. I think they didn't. I don't know. They didn't have enough time, or I don't know. Uh, it was quite hurry. Uh, just ask us for uh, recipe in like less than a month or something. Uh, so we need to think about the concept and give out hand up the recipe. Um, and really, fortunately, I was the final one. They gave me the chance to show uh, my true self in France. So, firstly, was it your first time to France and to Quantre? Uh, I actually my second time. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, so you had the tour before? Yeah, that's the first time. Uh, yeah, I, I did have the tour the first time, but the, this time, uh, even we are doing the kind of similar similar tour, but it's totally different. Uh, the knowledge sharing, and as I know more about this industry now, I actually have different questions every time I visit. So I learned a lot more than the first time I was there. And the first time I was there, it was because the uh, I won the control queen condition in China 2017. Mm. So I was able to go visit France in 2018. But I didn't go because I was in Vietnam at that time. 
so I went to France in 2019 instead with the 2018's control crew winner together. So that was my first time, yeah. So for me, when I went there recently, I did... Um, I mean, this is a great thing about Remy. They're really, really good at sort of giving you first-hand experience of all the brands. And I did a study tour where we did Champagne Telmont, Cointreau, uh, then obviously Louis Trez and, and Remy Martin, which is just amazing. But I actually think Cointreau was the best tour for me because when I went inside, it was like... For me, it felt like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like every door opening up was just all the colors and the smell of orange. It was like, wow, this is so like experiential. Yes. Did you get that? Yes, exactly. I like when you go into the distillery, like you've seen all the, uh, all the, I don't know how to say the, 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 the distiller. Oh my God, it's just like hmm. huge and you, you couldn't imagine and it smells so nice in the, in the whole room. It does. I don't know how the yeah. yeah it just shocked. <laughs> when you get in there, you just feel like, where am I? I mean, that's the, incredible. I, yeah, it's like a Willy Wonka with the orange. <laughs> <laughs> but they've actually kept so much stuff over history. I mean, I feel that was quite fascinating as well. All the POS have kept, um, all the bottles they've they've innovated on as well. Well, it's quite funny. They had one wall, and I'm sure you saw it as well. But there was a wall of all their contrary bottles. They've changed over the years. And a wall of people who tried to copy the Quantro bottle. Yes. Uh, which was in its, I mean, it was like over 100 for sure. So uh, very fantastic. But I'd love to learn about the competition then. What was that like? I mean, um, can you tell us about the challenges, your expectations, were they met, were you prepared? Um, yeah, I'd just love to really hear about that. All right. Um, about the competitions, first of all, the whole trip, it, was, it has been amazing. Um the orange bartender, the, uh, the brand ambassador, uh, he has been uh, doing the amazing job, like taking care of that, like every every bit. So I really appreciate it. And um, and all the finalists from from every country, they are so nice. Um, they all have like very nice, good vibe and easy to be friendly, easy to talk to. So it's, it was amazing, first of all. And then like... Um, According to the preparation for the competition, they are all um, also all did a great job. Uh, the competition wasn't like too complicated. It's, it's not like a world class. It's not like uh, uh, other competition, like uh, other like huge competition. Uh, it wasn't that much complicated, but at the same time, because it's not as complicated. Uh, we are able to actually enjoy the competition and a little bit of like travel and stuff. Uh, it was, I don't know how to say, like, it, it, it was just a wonderful experience, like, according to, like, uh, you know, living in the, <laughs> living in the castle of Control. And, <laughs> and um, uh, Kevin helped organize, organizing everything and, um, helping us to explore flavors and in every meals and um, yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Just so overwhelmed. Um, so, tell me about the first day. What was it like with the first day of the competition? What did you have to do? The first day, it actually all happened in one day. Uh, yeah, it's actually all happened in one day. Uh, but we had we did have like three different challenge. The first challenge yeah. it was. Let me think. Yeah. Oh wow. The first challenge it was the our signature margarita. So it was actually the margarita challenge. Um, hmm. Every every uh, how to say competitor? Yeah. Every competitor they have their really uh, obvious their obvious how to say. But yeah, they have their own style, a signature own style. Uh, for example, Osmari, uh, she's like a very elegant queen, and her rim salt is is blue, and it just everything is it looks so nice with, with especially with her uh, blue dress. It is amazing. Um, and then there are other competitors. For example, Theo, um, he did a meal wash margarita which is wow which is wow 
<laughs> and then there are other people they do different style of、uh, presentation. I learned a lot from them.、Right. Yeah, and But, yes, Lola, what was your cocktail? What was your margarita? My margarita was actually inspired from two things. One,、uh, one thing is from Quancho itself. Second thing is from perfume. So originally, I want to create a margarita that is structured like or taste like a. It's a very pleasant, drinkable perfume. So,、uh, for in for ingredient, I use, uh, how to say ag agarwood. I don't know how to actually actually spell that, but、uh, A G A R W O D. This this piece of wood actually agar agar yeah agar wood. wood yeah、okay. so、uh, it's actually a type of the ingredient that is quite common in perfume industry, and then second one I use is jasmine,、uh, jasmine tea, and third is actually a little bit complicated is peppercorn is Sichuan peppercorn, but、uh, how to structure this into a very Um, all in one cordial is actually quite complicated.、Uh, is inspired by Quancho because Quancho they use sweet and bitter orange, and also they use fresh and dry peels to、uh, for the distillation or、uh, maceration, whatever.、Um, but so I want to use the one single ingredient to make. A cordial that is as complex as possible. So I use I choose Sichuan peppercorn,、uh, but in different form: fresh green peppercorn, dry green peppercorn,、uh, peppercorn, and the red one. So three of them combined together to infuse a to to make a cordial, and also infuse with part of the、uh, reposado tequila. To make the base,、wow. yeah. So it's actually okay, a okay. really complicated drink, but when you when you are making it, it was actually like according uh according to the skills, it's super simple. It just you know maceration, it just infusion, and when you're making the drink, it's also super simple. You stir, you don't shake, so it doesn't require so much of the technical. Of how to oh how to make it as cold as hot possible how to make the air inside no it's just very clear it's like making a、uh, a martini you just put everything together with the fruit juice with the tequila with the cordial a little bit of the uh, uh, very important ingredient is the jasmine cordial everything together stir and that's all super tasty. One thing I do wanna. It sounds it, yeah. <laughs> so one thing I do wanna highlight is the salt rim. Uh, is、okay. is a is a combination of black, white, and pink pepper. Pink peppercorn actually, like, but black pepper, white pepper, and pink peppercorn together, blended with、uh, malic acid and salt. So when you when you are、uh, enjoying the drink, the rim doesn't only give you the taste. The spice it also gives you a very strong aroma. Yes, it, it was it was amazing. And so when you're drinking, when you're tasting the drink, the jasmine would come out first, and then would be the citrus from Quancho, and then、uh, later would be like a very weird kind of like freshness, a solid taste. From peppercorn, from mixed peppercorn, and then the last taste would be the agar woods. So it's the it's quite weird that like this only one ingredient is about citrus, which is quancho, jasmine, peppercorn, and、uh, agar wood. It has nothing to do with citrus, but when they all combine together, the agar wood give quancho. A time, uh, give like the touch of time. I don't know, like like、mm. a touch. Uh, I don't know. It's like a magic. Uh, and then this drink suddenly tastes like an aged tangerine peels. So, I don't know. It's quite quite shocked for me. Like when I try this combination, uh, all three 
ingredient is all in uh, enhance the control, enhance the citrus. Yeah, sorry I, if I say it too complicated. <laughs> no, I mean, it sounds amazing. I love it. Okay, okay. Well, um, hopefully it comes back. All right. <laughs> but at least you can hear me, so that's good. Um, so, I mean, honestly, the cocktail sounds amazing. I think, and I'm going to put my brand ambassador hat on here, but um, actually, no, I love Contro. And it's such a versatile ingredient. And, you know, I mean, our slogan right now is Contro changes everything. But if you look for the course of history of cocktails, we've been involved in so many classic recipes. And for me, what I love about Contro, it's not just a triple sec. There's a lot more that goes into it. It's sometimes when I have bartenders who ask me about creating recipes, it's almost a, sometimes a case of where you can bring in uh, another adaption. Just say, so we'll add five millicontra and see what that does. Because there's the sweetness, of course, you have the citrus as well, but there's a whole multitude, multitude of other flavors like pastry that comes into it and not just orange, but tangerine and lime. And it's an incredible spirit or liqueur. But I think I'm really interested about your margarita. And, um, you know, I think it sounds like that you did all the right things by making it a unique, new, um, but also adaptable. It also sounds like peppercorn's a very big thing, which I had no idea about. Because for me, when I used peppercorn, all I knew was pink peppercorn. So mm. um, clearly, clearly that's a big thing. Can I ask, what cocktail do you have? What did you order? Oh, it's a uh, Manhattan. It's one of my favorite nice. drinks. Yeah. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Good it to is. know. Um, but actually, Loda, one thing you pointed out as well was about perfumers. And actually, we can learn a lot from perfumers. Yes. Because infusions and, and you know, the way that um, perfumers used to do it, that there's a lot of transition we can bring into the bar industry. Mm-hmm. Particularly when you think about the ideas of fat washing, infusing with alcohol. There are some ingredients where you should cold infuse and some ingredients you should hot infuse. For instance, if it's a herb versus spice. So actually, it's really cool that you looked into that industry and you know sort of learned from it. Wow, my, my heart is so cold. Oh my God. Look at this. <laughs> Um, that's super cold. Your glass is like... I'm, I'm like, obsessed. I'm glad we got this on video. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> so nice. But, yeah, anyway, so uh, I think, yeah. like, a lot of ingredients, like, um, depending on each ingredient, you need to... Um, you need to infuse it in in the right way or try it in different mm. ways, exploit with everything. Um, and then mm-hmm. to, to get the flavor... Uh, you want, for example, uh, the peppercorn I use, the Sichuan peppercorn. You can use it in. Uh, you can, how to say, produce it uh, or process it in different way to get absolutely total different taste. Mm. So good. Yeah. Good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's one thing I I was really quite proud of my uh, infusion of the margarita is that so Sichuan peppercorn is like it's famous for like getting your tongue mm. numb and makes your tongue like you cannot taste anything else it's like a hot pot you know but that's why I use cold infusion for all my peppercorn and for agar wood right. I use hot infusion so it I, so that's why like I'm so proud of it because it gives you unexpected. It gives you a surprise because when you think, when you hear the ingredient, oh, Sichuan peppercorn, oh my God, I want to, I don't want to try it. It's, it must be taste like hot pot. No, it doesn't. It, it is so wonderful. It's so elegant. And it's really like perfume. But talking about perfumey cocktail, uh, that's one thing I don't really agree is to make, um, like for example, the flower taste or something that is make human unpleasant. Like it's good for smell, but maybe not good for drinking. You know, and you make it so strong. It's like drinking perfume. It's actually not very pleasant. You know, yeah. I know what you mean. Like I'm not into sort of perfume cocktails at all. Can I be really honest here as well? And this is like a confession. I don't like an aviation cocktail. Oh fuck no. I sorry, I swear, I cannot handle it as well. <laughs> That's okay. I, I 
Yeah, I just don't like it. I really don't. It's the creme de violet. I can't. I can't stand it. Like it's just not my thing. If it's just a, if it's just a little, I I can. But I also mm. don't really enjoy the combination. Um, but I will. I will force myself to drink it because I, you know, I I have to practice. <laughs> I will force myself. Yeah, I, I have to practice. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I have to practice classic. Uh, classic is very important. Oh, by the way, Shenzhen. Hope and Sesame. We our new menu is uh, featuring eighty classics, not eighties classic. It's eighty classic strings. Yeah, that's that's yeah, a lot. that's a lot. So we uh, so we have uh, done a lot of training. I'm still training every day with uh, with everyone uh, to make this list of the cocktail. Uh, like all make sure they all taste great and the classics we we don't just choose something uh something like too common like uh Manhattan, Sazara, uh this sour, that sour, daiquiri. No, we actually choose something like more um rare, like uh how's it lemon? How do you say? Uh like not so many people uh always keep an eye on it or hear about it. We try to choose something that is uh, tasty, uh, but not too many people people know about it. And we are planning okay. to do three hundred in total. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot. Yes, but Lola, going back to the margarita challenge. I mean, on the day of the competition, you mentioned there was three challenges. Can you tell us about what the other two were? The second one is so fun, but it it also uh, nervous me. Uh, I'm not sure how to describe that, but uh, there were a few years ago. There was a picture. Uh, it's really hot in this industry. Uh, it contains a lot of cartoon or hidden information in one single picture, and on the bottom, it ha- it, t- it tells you it has like I don't know maybe fifty five uh, classic strings inside. But you need to point it out like uh, oh. This must be the corpse survivor. Oh, this must be the uh, highball, or this must be something like that. So, I don't know if you know that picture. Do you know the picture? I don't think so. <laughs> oh well, well that's the shame. Uh, I will send you the picture later. I actually, I, I looked for it, uh, but it was super fun. So sure. they did something similar. So the challenge was uh, how many you can name. So it's to is to test you how uh, how how well is your classic knowledge. Um, so there was a white Russian. It's a man in pink dress, pink robe uh, in the picture, and there are some uh, penicillin. There are uh, uh, there was swimming pool or something like that. Like a, like a, like a, a lot of hidden information in the picture. But it also like uh, it really does text. Uh, test your uh how to say uh like how fast you can think something like that uh and also it was the team challenge so i was team team with this super cute girl um oh my god i love her smile oh my god i still remember oh my god i I sounds crazy but (laughs) uh so i was team up with lizzie the very cute girl oh my god her smile is amazing um yeah, so uh, she's super fast, super smart, and we end up come up with I think it was uh, twelve drinks, twelve classic mm. drinks name, or maybe thirteen and kind of something like that. So we are, I think we were the second place or the third place, or something. I don't know how to count that uh, score into the final uh, scoring. I don't know, but uh, it was a very fun challenge for. It's kind of uh, how to say like uh, it nerves it nerves you, but it actually still uh, excites you. It's a very fun little game. Yeah. Lola, did you go in confident, thinking you were going to win, or was it a bit of a shock? I. Yeah, uh, I was uh, in shock for a lot of things. First of all, I was uh, shocked that I was the final because I I hand up the recipe and and then I. Uh, I went to do. I was super busy at that time. I went to Thailand for uh, guest shift, and after I finished the really long, the longest guest shift ever 
in Festival Bar from 5 p.m. <laughs> I didn't make it. I'm so sorry. Oh, damn, <laughs> you were there. Okay. Ah, okay, so uh, we started from 5 p.m. and then we finished at 1 or 2 or something like that. It's a bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's normally a Vespa. <laughs> it, it was super fun. So, uh, And then at the end of the night, I was like chatting with my boss and suddenly I... Uh, I turn on my phone. I turn. Uh, I open the uh, my Instagram. I was like, "Oh, Quantro is tagging me. Why?" And then I tap. <laughs> I, I tap inside, and they were they were they were like, "Oh, come meet our final of Margarita Challenge 2023." <laughs> and then the next page, it was someone else. And then the next page, I was like, "Hold on." Why are they tagging me? Uh, are they tagging me to let me know who are the final, like, but I'm not included or something like that? I was, like, thinking that's silly. Tap, tap, tap. And then I saw myself. I saw myself. I was in shock. <laughs> and I, it, I just finished a really long day. And I thought normally... Uh, the China company would tell me first. They would be like, oh, guess what, Lola, you're going to France or something. But then I find out by myself, even before them. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I was super shocked about it. Okay. And then the second uh, shocking part, uh, surprise. Yeah. Uh, oh, what did you ask about surprise? Why was I talking about that? Were you surprised you won? Yes, yes it... I was surprised I, I won. <laughs> uh, because, like, first of all, all of them, they are so good. And then uh, Billy, uh, which is the finalist uh, from Hong Kong, he was so good as well. And he, like, uh, the preparation he does is blow my mind. His story is about, um, he's like... Uh, met him a five uh, from the future and he traveled back to uh, 1948 Margaret, Margaret Sam's party and he was arrested and he even wow. made he even made a newspaper a fake newspaper about it I was I was like oh my god okay Billy you all okay I, I, I wanna you know I just wanna you know hang here and rest <laughs> for the rest of my day, you know, <laughs> chilling and stuff. You all, <laughs> uh -huh. something like that. So, so I mean, as a brand and, and someone who works for Contra, I'm very proud of you. I think we all are as well. And you clearly won for the right reasons, so well done. But what would you put, put it down to? Is there any sort of, and like I said, you, this is not the first competition you've won. You've won other ones as well, so it's great. But what is your winning formula? What do you always have to do when you go into a competition, and what do you always prepare for? Well, there are uh, there are a lot of people ask me about this before, actually. But I, to be honest, I couldn't come up with a routine or something like that. Uh, the only advice I always give people is to be yourself, and yeah, mm. just just be the best yeah. of yourself. Try your best, like. You cannot, uh, like at least don't make yourself regret or something. But there are a lot of things that like it depends on what kind of challenge you are going to, uh, what kind of rules of your competition are um, having. There are. Um, uh, you have a lot of different strategy for different competition, and for. The Quantro, uh, I think most of most of it, it just really like be yourself. I think for Quantro, they just love to see, uh, like they, they love to see a lot of different things. They they don't really like, uh, uh, I don't know how to say they they don't ask for the same. They don't ask everyone to be the same. Uh, like, but let's say for world class, they are very specific looking for someone. They they are looking for 
that person, like that person, they know already.、Mm. I want you to be professional. I want you to be、uh, know our brand. I want you to be our brand ambassador of everything. And、uh, you need to be able to think fast. Blah blah blah. You know they they know what who they are looking for, and they basically already have that person, but they don't have the face. And then you are going to that competition to show yourself and see if you are fit them. But control, they let you to be mm, yourself. Right. So、uh, they're looking for、uh, someone is fun, and you you are.、Uh, they're looking for、uh, have good personality, good energy.、Um, they just want you to be yourself. To be honest, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot of freedom in in this、uh, competition. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, I really don't have a have a routine. It depends on what kind of competition I am, I am、uh, joining.、Mm. Okay, let me ask、mm. this then. When you've got your challenge, you know what you're doing. Say, for instance, when it's up to you, and you're on a stage where you have to present, what are the things you do ten or half an hour before to mentally prepare for that? <laughs> I will write and drink drinking maybe the first answer, <laughs> but <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. But don't drink as much as I do. Don't drink as much as I do. Um. Well, first of all, drinking. Second, um, is actually uh writing down the keyword and keep thinking、mm. how how to uh how to mention all of them. When you are on the stage, something like that, because yeah, I'm yeah. not a a person that likes to write scripts. Is that called scripts? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so、uh, I and if I write th- write them all down, I I absolutely cannot remember, and I will get nervous if I miss one word. <laughs> so I'm more like、yeah. a person that、um, go with the flow. So all my scripts are written almost one day before the challenge. Yeah. So I need to get the vibe.、Mm. Yeah. So first of all, drinking. Second of all, is writing down all the keywords. But don't write as me like twenty four hours before. You should probably write it like、uh, you know a long time ago. One of our one of my、uh, very admire. Um, bartender in China,、uh, he he is so hard work that he almost win every competitions, and before every competitions, he will practice his script and make the drinks, make、uh, practice the move at least a thousand times. It's crazy, and everybody should be like him. <laughs> I mean, when it comes down to competitions, and you know, for me, I've entered a lot of competitions. To be honest, I lost a lot, but I've also won some pretty big ones. And I think that's the ultimate thing: the more you enter, the more you're part of that process, the more you learn. But it is a process. There really is a formula to competitions that you can sort of put in place. It's not just about brand knowledge. Obviously, that's a big part of it. But it's also presentation skills, confidence, how to engage with people. You can really break it down into elements and go from there, but I think ultimately, like, kind of what you're sort of tapping into a little bit. I think if you're not interested in the subject, if you're not passionate about it, it's not going to come from you. Yeah. And you know, you can maybe you can write scripts and and you know really research the words over and over and over, but that's not passion in my mind. You know, if you love a brand or if you if you love a business or something, it comes from the heart, and you can as. You clearly did do it twenty four hours before and, and win. So that's kind of what I got from just that. Well, that sounds like a bluffing, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I think so.、Uh, it it was quite、uh, touching that actually、uh, a few nights ago、uh, there were a few customer I haven't seen for maybe eight months or something. Like he, they came in and they told me. Like、uh, Lola, you are, you are one of the most passionate person in this industry I have ever met, and you have all you never lost yourself, 
you have always like gave us such a nice drinking experience and blah blah, blah hospitality. And this kind of comment is not only from them. I have been hearing about this from a lot of people. So I think passion is absolutely one of the that you have. Yeah, yes. like it's it's in everything. Like it, it involves you, everything. If you don't passion about this brand or your story, if you don't believe in your story, you you can't. Or yeah. maybe you can win if you practice enough. <laughs> But I I don't think uh, it's a real winning. So you need to be able to believe yourself and be yourself and passionate about what you do. Lola, we're going to wrap up pretty soon. Um, it's been so good to have you on the show and uh, I'm glad you're enjoying your Manhattan I hope you get another one because that looks really good but um, just a few more questions to finish off um, firstly I'd love to hear if there's actually any recommendations on resources or books that you've read for competitions that you can give the audience um, so we'll start with that one and secondly I'd like to wrap up about what's the future for Lola what's in the, in the future which one should I answer first Let's do the resources first for the competition. Any books, any podcasts, anything yes, you listen to? Yes, absolutely. Or... First of all, on the back bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolute, Thank you. <laughs> Great shout you out. Have to, you have to listen. <laughs> yes, for sure. And then okay. um, I used to listen to uh, Steve, Snyder, uh, Steve Snyder's podcast, but... Yeah, he had one, Yeah, right? he had one, but I think he deleted everything. <laughs> I think he he told me he wanted right. to uh, do a, some new uh, new series and new episode and stuff, but I I don't see it or maybe I I I didn't check. Yeah, but yeah, podcast okay. on the back bar and then books. I can't say yeah. uh, I can't name a specific name, but oh. Can I? Oh, I think the liquid. Is it called the liquid? Liquid intelligence. Liquid intelligence. Oh my god, so yes. such a good book. Yeah. Yes. So is that one of it? Absolutely. And then there are. Uh, is it Arnold? Uh, what's his name? Dave Arnold. That's the name. Yeah. Yes. I'll put that in the show notes for people mm. to look at. And then I think there's one more. Uh, it's it teach you about structure, but I forgot the name. Um. The classics? No, not the classics. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a book that teaches you about like a cocktail family and structures. Um, hmm. Yeah, I can't name it. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, that that book is. <laughs> Send me a message later. Yeah, I, I will try to look for it. Um, and then cocktail codex. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, I know. Because when you said about families, I was like, wait, cocktail, because they break it down to, yes. Okay, there we go. Yes, okay. <laughs> Got it. Let me just name two. And all the, uh, all the other, the rest of the books are actually try to read more about cooking recipes, <laughs> but not family cookings. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, like cooking recipe, like, uh, oh, wow, the bulldog. Oh my God. Yeah, right. the Bulldog restaurant, uh, all their recipe or, or how they cook, how they uh, make drinks, amazing. You can learn a lot from me. You don't have to uh, like follow it 100%, 100 but it really inspired you, like how to use something, how to use the technique in different way. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the one. And also watch a lot of maybe cooking shows, you know, like Chef's Table and stuff to inspire yourself and eat a lot. 100% I mean we can learn so much from the culinary world these guys are they're decades ahead of us you know they really were compared to the bar industry we're catching on now but these guys are tried true you know they've they've done all the processes they know how to cook ingredients how to get the best flavor so we can learn a lot from yeah. the industry Lola to wrap up once again it's been a pleasure to talk to you um, but what is the future for you what's going on next oh um This one, I'm actually like recently quite struggling because I feel like my management skill is not enough. So uh, I really want to like, sometime I 
it, it got me thinking I want to go back to school. Uh, but I haven't, I haven't wow. had time to think about it yet. But if if it's able, I would really love to like go to New York to study in a school uh, for I don't know MBA or something like that. Yeah, and like if not, if that is not happening, I would really love to build a good team in Hope and Sesame. And in the future two years, if I'm not leaving to New York for school, then I I would really uh, love to. Build my own brand, uh, not my own brand, like personal brand, like personal. Um, mm, I don't know how to describe this, but yeah, I I just want to be able to be like a, a more professional person, have a more professional uh, career. I don't know how to say that. Yeah, uh, in Hope and Sesame. Yeah. Okay, Lola. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Big congratulations once again for winning the Quancho Global Margarita Challenge 2023. Can't wait to follow you more. For all the audience, uh, everything we mentioned today, including books, uh, links, and other notes will be in the show notes. You can find her Instagram, Lola Says Go. I think that's yes. correct, right? <laughs> Perfect. But um, yeah, do follow her. She's an amazing person. She's done a lot in her area. And uh once again, it's been great to Thank have you. Thank you so much for having me. And sorry about all my uh, not mumbling English. <laughs> You've been great. No worries at all. Thank you, Lola. Talk Talk to you soon. soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the show, guys. Uh, we are available on Spotify, iTunes, and all other major podcast providers. Your support helps my show grow and I love you for listening. So thank you so much. If you want to be a part of it even more, please look at the show notes. You can find links to our Facebook group, The Beverage Network. You can also find links to my Patreon page where you can help the show grow even further with small donations. And you can also find my email where you can reach me anytime with any questions. You guys are amazing. I love this industry. Let's keep it growing. Thank you for listening to On The Bad Bar.